Hello and welcome to Biz Without Frontiers, episode 24. Today I'm joined by Charles. Hello. Uh, Vicky. Hello. And special guest Archie from Thirsty Pioneers Brewery. Hello. Uh, in this episode we're going to be talking about the beer that Charles helped brew with Thirsty Pioneers at the end of last year, a coffee imperial stout, as well as our recent hoppy excursions and what's been happening in the world of modern beer. But as per usual, first things first, we've got a mystery beer here. Uh, chosen by Vicky. Chosen by me. So. so, what we've got here is two 330ml cans wrapped in... Cupcake birthday wrapping paper. Excellent. <laughs> As I, Of course, I had to bring it into the house and disguise it quickly, and suddenly I was like, ah, what have I got? Ah, right, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> and there may or may not be a clue with the cupcake paper. No, I don't know. No, that is, it's, it's not a pastry stout. So, uh, we've already poured this out. And it's uh, it's looking like a hazy kind of honey colour in the glass. Yeah. Um, and well, we said golden amber. Yeah. Sort of colour. Um, but sort of getting slightly floral on the nose, maybe. Yeah. Um, like a patifolo. A yogurt. Mm. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, very peachy. Very peachy. Yeah, fleshy peaches. Um, that kind of thing on the nose. Um, doesn't doesn't give away much on the style actually on the nose of it. No, it doesn't. It's quite sweet. It's quite. Um, yeah, it's a, well, let's dig in. Almost like a honey sweetness. Yeah, do you know? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, definitely that honey as well. It's kind of like peaches yeah. and yeah. honey. So, peach melba. Peach melba. So are you all saying peaches with flavours then, are you? Are you all... Um, I, I think... I, I don't think it's an adjunct. I think it's... I don't think it's... I don't think the fruit's an adjunct, no. I agree. I think it's uh, just the flavour from probably the hops. Yeah. Um, it's tropical. It's... Yeah. Fruity, tropical, you know. So what are we doing first then, flavours? Well, it's just because you're all talking about the flavours. I was just going in for that first. But you can do ABV if you like. We're going to waffle all over the place unless you're strict with us. Okay, Right. Tell us what you want. Flavours. Flavours. I'm going to say honey and peach. Okay. Okay. And Archie. Um, all I'm really getting is peach. It's tropical, but the only problem was peach. Okay. Okay. Next. A- ABV. Uh, I'm going to say about four and a half percent. I don't think it's any bigger than that. Four. Uh, I think this is... You've said four eight. Yeah. I'm going high, higher or lower. <laughs> this is higher for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's high. I think I've got it wrong. I think this is like six point something, I reckon. Do you? Yeah. I think it's IPA yeah. level. It could be. I'm, I'm sticking. You're I'll sticking with 4.8? 4.8. Okay, so style? What do what are we thinking of style? It's well, I've gone quite high ABV, so I think IPA. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a pale. Mm. I was just going to say pale because it's it's not hops aren't punching me in the face I'm just getting more of that just like just gentle honey and peach kind of thing going on okay mm. um, I'm going to go hops next because um, rather than brewery because brewery always seems to be the one that's the hardest to well hops and brewery I think are always the one that are the uh, the hardest aren't they so what are we thinking hops I think we should. I think we should ask the brewer first. Um, yeah, no pressure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would say there's some chinook in there. 
I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little bit of Citra, maybe a little bit of Simcoe. It's going to be completely wrong. It could be something like Lemon Drop or mm. something completely different. It's a really hard one because I'm just still not convinced it's not an adjunct, 100%. I get if it's an adjunct, then I've got no idea. Yeah. It is funny, you know, is, is it an adjunct? Is it just from the hops that we get this whole peachy kind of thing, really? Um, I'm just going to go with, uh, it's just a guess, Simcoe. It's probably wrong. Uh, Laurel. No, I'm Laurel. going Laurel. Laurel as well as Simcoe or instead of? As, as well as. Okay. And you, Archie, you said Chinook, Citra and... Let's chuck a bit of Simcoe in there. Simcoe. Yeah. Then so that's a hot cocktail. Okay. Hmm. I'd definitely say Citra. There's got to be some Citra in there, I think. Um, okay. That's... Yep. Yeah. Anything else? Just, yep. Okay, right. Yeah. The fun one. Brewery. Tiny Rebel. Actually, no. No. <laughs> no. Um, uh, this is difficult because we can see that it's got a black can. And so for me, I'm now thinking... Uh, so, okay, when we opened the can, <clears throat> it went everywhere. So I'm thinking, right, can conditioned. But the only people I know who really can condition is more. Um... So and I don't think more do they don't do black cans do they? Mm. No. See, I thought I thought brew by numbers, but uh, I I reckon, I reckon start revolution. They got black cans, and this is something that would be right up their street with the flames. Yeah. I reckon that's a good shout actually. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I am actually gonna go brew by numbers because it can't be any of my other guesses because they just don't have black cans. So yeah, I'm gonna say just. Yes, Magic Rock. Hang on, Magic Rock. hang on. Didn't Brew by Numbers do like a, a honey-based beer? No, that was a honey dipper, wasn't it? In okay. 440s, so it can't be this. But no, no I'm still going to go guess at Brew by Numbers. So Charles, you're going Magic Rock? Yeah. Yeah, good shout. Dark Revolution. And Dark Revolution. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the only thing left is adjuncts, which I'm not sure whether we'd agree to saying this has got any in or not. We can guess. I'm going to say peaches. You're going to say peach as an adjunct as well as a... Princess peach. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's got anything, it's going to be peach. Okay. No adjuncts. And and no adjuncts. Okay. So. Right. Basically then, that's all the categories complete. And Vicky is now going to uncloak the can. Don't tip it out. Yeah, cool. There might be a bit in the bottom of that. Okay. Right. Da, 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 da. Oh God, the wet paper has gone over it. It is Drygate Brewing Company. Drygate, Scotland. Scotland. And it is Disco Forklift Truck, oh. which is a mango pale ale. And then Charles said, Peach, and yeah, peach. Peach, 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 peach. The power of suggestion. No, seriously. Yeah, it suddenly yeah. tasted like peach. Um, damn it. Damn. I've had that beer before as well. Yeah, I've had that before as well. Yeah, yeah. and I was just looking through the untapped as I was looking at it, and uh, Charles has had it as well. So, yeah, um, so it's got, yeah, usual, Just it just says it's got um, water, funnily enough, malted barley, hops, mango, yeast. It doesn't really give us an awful lot of other... 
information. It is um, 5.1%. Okay, we were all pretty close on that. So, that was well off. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was way too so, yeah. yeah, and it's a uh, pale. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's. Yeah, unfortunately, mm. it doesn't tell us what hops are in it, so we can't really see who's close on the hops. I, I think know. Simon and Archie were closest on the ABV and the style. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's a ma- it's a mango pale, isn't it? Yeah. In terms pale. of brewery, obviously, it was always that was always going to be a bit of a um, a red herring for. Well, oh, I would a- never have guessed this. I completely forgot about them. Yeah, I mean, Drygate, they are an interesting brewery in as much as are they not the ones owned by tenants? They brew Don't up know. in Scotland, and uh, I, think so. I have found yeah. the brew, I've found the brew sheet, so I can do this. Okay. What, yeah. is, what did Archie say? Um, in terms of hops, hops, uh, Chinook, Citra, and Simcoe. No, 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 no. Right. <laughs> Cascade, Azaka, Equinox. Oh. Yeah, now you know it's adjuncted. Mm. You can kind of yeah, the I hops take far less. A little bit obvious, but yeah. everything else, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get it. Too Mango much. juice. Uh. I don't think there's much hops at all, actually. I think that's all come from the mango. Yeah. It's a little bit synthetic. Yeah. In, in the same way as... Uh, yeah. Do you know, I wanted to say this was a tiny rebel beer, though, because I then started thinking the fruit, well, they did the beer fruit called, aspect. Well, they did a beer called... Pe- is it Peaches and Cream? Oh, yeah, uh, tiny rebel did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, But what put me off was seeing this black can top. You, yeah, but of course, you, the rest of the can isn't black, like some no. of them are. So that's a bit of a red herring as well. Um yeah, interesting and uh, yeah, well picked. Supermarket. Yes. There you go. Supermarket. Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's. Yeah. I think yeah. they're uniquely in, not uniquely in Sainsbury's, but outside of Scotland, that's probably the most chance you've got of finding Drygate beers. Um, yeah, I'm sure I heard. Uh, I think one of their guys was on a podcast a while back, and um, they are run as like a sort of separate bit from tenants, but it's tenants' money that Matt, is, yeah, is gone in yeah. to them. They bring some. A lot more interesting beers, obviously. Um, but yeah, um, nice well, I think one, that's that. interesting yeah. about the old, I think Sainsbury's are definitely behind the other yeah. guys. Oh, I completely. So um, it was like, oh, right, yeah, I'll get the mystery beer. And I worked from home on a Thursday now. So, and I thought, right, I'll nip out to the supermarket. And I just thought, oh, well, Sainsbury's is literally just down the bottom of the road. Um, I'll go and do that. Um, and hadn't really, really realised how poor the choice was in Sainsbury's mm. compared to so many of the other supermarkets you go in now um, in some ways it helped because obviously I, from from my point of view it helped because I was on a time, tight deadline in my lunch hour and so it was kind of like right I've got a choice of this or this you know <laughs> whereas if I've gone to say somewhere the other yeah. five that they have in stock <laughs> whereas Beaver if I've gone to Tesco or Waitrose or Morrison's or Aldi even or you know then I'd have been sort of at the yeah, shelves for a lot Rhiney. more no, nice one. So, uh, yeah, let's get this um, finished yeah. off and then we'll uh, try something else. But, uh, but yes, you all knew I was a little bit, uh, I was slightly trepidatious about this thing because I thought, oh, God, this could be really awful. And then it's. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was yeah, a decent it was, session. It was okay, yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. alright. Yeah. I wouldn't rush out and buy it mm, necessarily, but if, if that was my choice in the supermarket. Yeah, or if you saw this on tap in an otherwise macro bar lineup, then I would certainly have a pint of it. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, pleasant. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we got another beer in front of us now, and this is all the way from East London. Uh, this is Boxcar Home Over There. 
This is a 6.5% New England IPA. Um, Citra, Mosaic, Simcoe, bringing juice, refreshment and some bitterness, says the blurb. Um, smoothless, smoothless? Smoothness <laughs> delivered from the water at house yeast and the grain bill. So, Boxcar is a modern and experimental brewery with a production site and a tap room in Bethnal Green. Uh, tap rooms open Thursday to Saturdays. And uh, I kind of picked upon them a while ago because they unusually are brewing a beer that is a dark mild, which obviously a, a kind of almost forgotten style, but they've really kind of picked up uh, on that and they brew a dark mild, which was a guest beer in Glasshouse uh, tap room back in the summer. So I was intrigued as to why a modern brewery would be brewing a mild and I sort of followed them since then. So let's have a have a dig into this and see what we think. Whoa. Lots of Simcoe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't know what that was, but I know that's one of those when I smell that I get. It's got oh. quite a sweaty, dank sort of aroma for yeah. me. Which yeah. is Simcoe, get, Mosaic. Yeah. Bit pissy, mosaic. bit cat pissy. Yeah, I was going to say. Cat wee, <laughs> berries. <laughs> forest berries, definitely, yeah. See, I don't get a cat wee on Forest that floor. floor. A forest Kitty floor. Litter. Yeah. <laughs> it's not unpleasant. It's nice cat wee. Mm. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not slating Simcoe. I love Simcoe. Yeah. Okay, let's dig in. But it can go... Yeah. Right, saying it can sort of go different directions, can't it, the hop? You sometimes get a real... Yeah. Like you said, earthy, pissy, you know, but you can get yeah. the fruity kind of... For sure, yeah. Uh, as it's, well. It's weird, right? I don't know if it's cropped crop, because I've used it in, like, every stage of beer, and I've never had, like, cat piss in my no. beer, I don't think. But And I've done, like, all Simcoe beers, which it hasn't popped up in, but I've had, like, the real pithy grapefruit instead. Mm. So, I don't mm. know, maybe cropped crop variation. There definitely, there definitely is. Um, I remember seeing something on YouTube with uh, the guy who owns The Alchemist mm. saying that Simcoe is a big part of um, Heady Topper, and he was saying how it's incredible how it changes year to year. Like one year it can just be mm. incredibly fruitful and then another year it'll be, like you said, cat piss, dank, mm. um, you know. So, yeah, yeah it's an interesting. quite susceptible to the weather conditions then, obviously. And, uh, yeah, yeah it, just, it just depends more, where you yeah. get that up as well. Yeah. I mean, we're putting the same name on hops that are grown in different different regions, mm. really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, Different true. valleys and... I mean, everything's going to make a difference, isn't it, really? Yeah. Okay, well. Mm. Yeah, but it's... Uh, Do you have a favourite yeah. hop, Archie? Are you sort of... Um, one that you like to really use? Top three hops. Here we go. Top three hops. <laughs> Top of the <laughs> yeah. hops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Eldorado, definitely. Yeah. Completely underrated. Really, yep. really versatile. Um, That's quite a different sort of hop, isn't it, in the flavour profile? It is, yeah. It's described as, uh, it's described as peachy, but it, again, that could be cropped cop variation yeah I, I really got onto I had a trillion beer um, cutting tiles maybe no uh, I don't remember this was at the Beaver Town thing like god when was that four years ago something ah, like that yeah um, drank a lot that day but was that when it was, it was just mega cues <laughs> and like mega cues yeah. hot as well two and a half hours stood in the sun so you'd get your get your beers and then just go back to the other end of the queue start all over again drink your beers in the queue there was a neck oil bar halfway down as well, so you could like hydrate. <laughs> sort of chewing beer. Hydrate on neck oil, yeah. yeah. But there was yeah, there was a um all Eldorado beer on there and it was it was just phenomenal. So that's yeah, favourite. So that'd be your favourite, yeah. Yeah, love it. Mm. 
Do you have a favourite, Simon or Vicky? Or you sort of... I like um, unusual hops. Um, and actually, well, I'll talk about this in a minute because we're going on to our beer of the month thingy in a minute. But yeah, the hops I quite like. Obviously, the recently kind of popular Sabro. I really like because of its pineapple and coconut kind of stuff. So you're a Sabro. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, Sabro. And I like um, Laurel. I like Laurel in beers as well. Do you remember that beer? Was it Cloudwater and Lost and Grounded collab? Laurel. Was, there was, was a Laurel. Was Laurel, oh. Laurel and Ardy or something? Oh, Laurel and Ardy. Yeah. yeah. That was incredible. Do, do you remember I having that? I had that. No. Yeah, they okay. did a laurel lager as but well. But it was it was like a sort of hybrid between the Belgian and the New England mm. IPA, wasn't it? Yeah. It was really, really interesting to try. Yeah, so I kind of like the kind of more slightly off-piste kind of hop combinations and stuff. Mm. I don't know what you think, Vicky. Uh, I don't know. I think I have a favourite hop or a good hop. So I think it used to be Citra and Simcoe and then... Things like Mochueca and Sub- Sabro have come oh, along. Oh, yeah, the New and, Zealand uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's um, again, my beer of the month in a minute. You're, yeah, we're, we're definitely noticing a theme, aren't we? Yeah, yeah now there's definitely no hops in my beer of the month. But I'd say <laughs> probably Nelson would be... I love Nelson, um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's such a... Um, again, it, it seems to follow a theme. It can be very, very different from sort of crop to crop, I think. Yeah. Um, a lot of people some people get like this sort of petrol thing with it yeah. which I, I, get, I don't yeah, really get I've picked that up, I get, I've I've picked of, that up I get a lot of white grape on white it. grape yeah. elderflower that yeah sort I like of the thing. whininess of that yeah, yeah. gooseberry um, that kind of thing yeah when you when you get an all kiwi hopped beer like that one from a couple of years ago which I think we did on the first or second podcast the Wylam and Wylam and Yeasty Boys uh, collab that was pretty much all kiwi hops um, was was awesome for that yeah so yeah Anyway, what are we thinking of the boxcar? Is this the first time you've had boxcar? Have you guys had boxcar before? It is, or? actually, yeah. I don't think oh, yeah. I've ever had a boxcar yeah. beer. Um, right, right. Really, he- you know, like, hearing some great things, and yeah, this is good. This is good. really good. Yeah, I really um, like it. Solid, mm. yeah. Yeah, it's good. I want to get down to the tap room, actually. They, um, so with, was this, they had um, the boxcar in those like weird-shaped bottles to start with, like different... Mm, no, no. no I'm sure no. they used to be... Well, I'm maybe thinking of another brewery, but yeah. no. Have oh, they always this... been in cans then, or...? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, oh, they've not been around long. They've a couple of years, something like that. Okay. Um, so they're pretty new. Um, but, yeah, it's def- definitely worth keeping an eye on, on what they're doing. As I say, I was my interest was peaked because they're brewing a dark mild, and now they're canning that, and it's like... This is every kind of like oxymoron in a way. It's like, uh, <laughs> but are they, are they brewing a lot of juice? Is it? Is that what they're going for? Or it's I know a, it's yeah. a bit of a mix, really. Um, but yeah, um, I've tried their pale. Tried that on Friday, um, which I can't remember what it's called now. Uh, um, Peace. That's it. Uh, that was pretty decent as well. I I like this. Yeah, I think I prefer this one to the Peace. Yeah. Um, but then I was. When I was drinking on Friday, I just had a lot of um, a lot of garlic and a lot of pizza, so I think my taste buds were a bit. Um, you had uh, retro palate. Yes, yes. In a Pizza so, Express uh, kind whereas, of way. Whereas, yeah, this yeah. one's this one's going down well again now. Yeah, no, this is good. I, I like yeah. this. It's yeah, really, really good beer. Um, so yeah, so let's let's move on to our uh, beer of the month. And um, hey, what's your beer of the month, Vicky? Uh, yes, so like I said, um, so mine is the, um, all the New Zealand hops, it's, uh, it was the Cloudwater What's Said and Done, which was Mochueca, Southern Cross and New Zealand Cascade, um, 6.5%. Uh, I, 
I have to be perfectly honest, there's a little bit of me that was like, nothing was massively outstanding to me this this month of like, oh, yes, I really must mention that as soon as I, yeah. Um, January's always a quite quiet month, isn't it, yeah. for releases, but... Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it was, I think been... I've just had lots of nice beers, but nothing that's really kind of, you know, hit me over the head and made me go, oh my God, I must go back to that again and again and again. And uh, But yeah, this. Uh, so the reason I've chosen this one is just because out of the whole month, this is the one that got the highest rating for me on Untapped. And there's nothing to do. <laughs> and if you haven't had, if, you, if it's not an Untapped, you have not had it. Well, exactly, clearly. Yeah. It, gets exactly. A high, it gets a high rating on Untapped, actually, when I was uh, looking this up. Uh, yeah. I think it's like over four on yeah. Untapped, so it's quite a high rating. It's the one with the uh, sort of white label with uh, the political slogans yes, on, because it was a pre-election yes. Uh, yes. beer, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I tried a bit of it. I thought yeah. it was pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was a time like that that I wish I did put a little bit more description on, on Untapped than I normally do, which is normally just put a rating and it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should yeah. we do an Untapped episode? I think we should. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Do that. How, how do we use Untapped and why do we use it? Yes. There you go. Oh, that that could go on for about three years. <laughs> um, I don't use Untapped. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, mine was uh, my beer of the sort of month was uh, Boxcar, uh, which obviously is what we're drinking right now, but um, uh, when was it? At the start of the month, we went down to London and uh, we nipped into... Long story, I'm not going to tell the full story, but we were down in London. I'd got my heart set on going to the Pembridge Haven, as you do in Hackney, to have some, some pizza. Uh, they were closed that Monday because they were having a staff party because all these places, they kind of do their staff parties in the January. Um, so then I thought, it's all right, we'll go to Crate Brewery. They do pizza. Same afternoon. They were closed. Gutted. And staff party. And then I was like, oh, Goose Island, they do pizza. But I just thought, oh, Goose Island, owned by InBev, blah, blah, blah. And then I thought, do you know what? It's where we need to be in town, so let's go there. So they have some guest beers on there, as well as their own stuff that they brew in the Goose Island place. And um, they've got Boxcar Mind Garden on, which uh, is kind of like a sort of pale ale, but it was a little bit kind of different. It was... Sort of like candied orange, uh, a bit of sherbet, some green tea, and basically it was hopped laurel and azaka uh, with a little bit of citra. And it was a really soft mouthfeel, you know, like the sort of glasshouse daya kind of soft pillowy mouthfeel kind of vibe going on there. Um, and it was just fabulous. It was only about 4.6, 4.8%, but it was... It was just that little bit different to the norm that it really uh, ticked all the boxes for me. So that's where I was like, whoa, boxcar wants to watch. So, yeah, that was that was mine. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, so my beer of the month was the Padstow Goes called Icy Goes, uh, brewed with forage seaweed, I think they said, mm-hmm. and gooseberries, coriander and salt, obviously. Absolutely phenomenal. Like one of it the sounds best. really interesting. Really interesting. Like, it, I mean, I, I went into the uh, I went into the their little bottle shop and mm. and I was looking at all of them like, and they advised me on two to go for. I also had the Negroni sour, which was proper weird. Had lavender <laughs> and stuff in. Yeah. It, was, it was nice. Um, it, I wouldn't want a huge huge amount of it, but this this was awesome. Just absolutely. To so the did style. the seaweed like add a real saltiness, or there was a, it was more subtle? It than had that. salt in it anyway, yeah. so it's kind of hard to tell. So it's double salted. Yeah. Double salted. No, it wasn't double salted. It was, <laughs> it was. It was a very yeah. light salinity to it. Yeah. Um, 
it was, it was just very, very tasty. It was, was it quite spiky though because of the gooseberries and stuff, or was it quite? No, it was so smooth and yeah, fresh. Just, just crushable. You could just pound them. Yeah. So Padstow Brewing, um, I've heard of them before. Um, they're kind of like a obviously down in Padstow. Is there a tap room there, or is it just a bottle shop? I think or? they've got a shop in the town of Padstow. Right. Um, and they're canning, right? Is it? And they're canning. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, nice have been. They have been for a while, haven't they? Yeah, I yeah, think. I think so. But they, yeah. they're bottle, bottle and can as well. But I didn't go to the shop. Um, I just drove past the brewery. Oh, right, right, yeah. yeah. So, one, cool. one to watch Decent. then, a brewery to keep an eye out for yeah, then. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. 4.7% could have drank it all day. Yeah. Probably. I was sad that I only bought one of them. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> nice kind of surfing stroke beach beer then. Yeah, the weather wasn't really like it. No, it obviously like, not this time of year. You but drank yeah. it by the, by the storm. Beers. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I drank it while watching Love Island or something. So <laughs> <laughs> all around is it. Okay. Guilty so, pleasure. We're, yeah. Yeah, we're going we're to move away from you, you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've exceeded your time limit on the month, uh, month uh, beer of the month uh, segment. Uh, Charles, what, what's, what's done it for you this month? There's only one beer that I can that I can really say really blew my mind, and that was Barrel Age 1050. Like, that's just come into our local bottle shop. Um, incredible. Barrel Age version of the OG MP Stout. 1050, you know. Oscar um, Blues. Oscar Blues, yep. From Colorado, is that right? Yeah, Colorado, yeah. yeah. So, absolutely incredible. You know, 12.9%. Yeah. So, what what um, barrel is it on that? Is it just a bourbon uh, kind of thing? Uh, yeah, I don't think it's specified. I think it's just bourbon. Generic it barrel. On that. Blend of the top bourbons around. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, so. It's mm. an awesome beer. It really is, yeah. And and it's just as good now as it was like five or six years ago as well. Because it it's, used to, it's been around a long time, hasn't it? Well, yeah. When it for, when it sort of like, I think when last time it was in the UK, it was in the big cans, the five hundred mil cans for like fifteen quid. Was Jesus, yeah. five hundred mil can wow. of that? Wow. Yeah. Nice. I think they thought, well, actually, and now it's in three thirty. It's it's, uh, you know, the right serving size. I think. Yeah. 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 Drink responsibly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, but is, yeah. It, is it? So is it one of those? Does it drink? Does it drink like it tastes, or uh, not drink like it what, tastes? It's it ABV. drink it's, like it's ABV. It's, it's a monster of a beer. It's a yeah. big beer. It, it, it drinks yeah. like it's ABV for yeah. sure. So it's one of those kind of yeah. sticker film on and sip it kind of. It's the, a sip it just the aroma is incredible. It's just molasses. It's it's bourbon character. It's wood. It's like huge, huge malt character. Um, just, I'm really glad yeah. I bought one now. Sat in the fridge at the moment. <laughs> See? Yeah. <clears throat> you, you should listen to your friends when they're saying to you buy that out of the fridge and yeah no Oscar Blues have always done some interesting stuff I mean going back years uh, their well, then, um, yeah. uh, Death by Coconut has been a favourite we, we were where we were last weekend Brewdog Birmingham uh, picked up a can it was in back in the fridge it was like yeah. so we shared that on the train back and yeah it's every good every bit <laughs> as good as I remember I think I think last time I was here yeah. we, we Cracked open Death by Coconut. Yes, we did. We? Yeah, Probably we did. did. Yeah. yeah, that might have been a post podcast beer actually. I, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Just to see to see how the coconut had faded off. Yeah, I don't think it had a lot either. Actually, it was it was still relatively prominent. But yeah. that was always my benchmark coconut stout really mm. and whether it's that nostalgic thing of that's the first time I had a big coconut stout probably five years ago or something and it just sort of stays with you. And then quite often you go, oh, there's a coconut stout. I'll try that. And you go, mm, not enough coconut. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah you, no, you do was... need to be hit over the head with coconut if you're drinking. Well, the one the one we had at the Cloudwater Tap Room, the Magnify Track. 
Mm. Oh, now that did that did the business. What was yeah. it called? Something language barrier or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Huge. Yeah, huge coconut. Yeah. That was the thing that's come closest to death by coconut for me. It was even bigger in ABV, wasn't it? It's it was about like 12, 14. 14, 12, something like that. Yeah, that was crazy beer. Um, but yeah, so there we go. Then there's some interesting beers. Um, Seek them out. Yeah. So. On to hoppy excursions, places we've been and beers we've tried. And, uh, yeah, we've been a few places over the last, um, since last podcast, actually. Um, first and foremost, a shout out to Cherry Reds in Brum. Um, Vicky, you had your birthday due I there, did didn't you? I did have a birthday due there, yes. Did you enjoy it? I did. Uh, it was really good. They, they've... We've got a nice little room that you can hire out for free, which is really good of them. Um, well, they've got two, actually, haven't they? Well, they've got two, but yeah, we, we hired the bigger of the ones. And uh, yeah, um, it was really good. It was um, what what everybody all came to me and said, well, apart from going on about the burgers, but obviously this is a beer podcast, not a food podcast, but yeah. Um, what they did, they'd done in January, they'd done that classic mix of some nice, interesting beers but they'd also got a lot of alcohol free stuff on they've got some as one of my friends said um as well they've got some interesting um lemonade we were talking earlier about you know when you, if, of, uh, if you want a soft drink yeah. you want an interesting soft drink not just your normal kind of you know pepsi coke you know schweppes lemonade or whatever um so yeah they, they catered for everybody everybody really enjoyed it from my point of view it's that classic thing because obviously it was a, a birthday bash so I was doing that whole thing where I was circulating around and just nattering to people so much. It was kind of like, actually, I was kind of drinking without really... Focusing on the, the beer, yeah. Yeah, there was a little bit of, I could have had anything to drink. It would have kind of... It was more just the act of something to drink while I'm talking to somebody rather than, oh, this is an amazing beer you that I'm drinking. So. what was in the glass. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. It's, it's very interesting, some of the comments from, from friends of ours are sort of saying, the big thing was that they had Big Drop uh, on tap. And so there was at least a couple of people uh, amongst our friends that were, were doing Dry January. And they were like, it's so great to just be able to go to a bar and have a pint of, a, of an alcohol-free beer that tastes pretty decent yeah. and just be putting it away and just think, yeah, I'm, I'm still drinking the beer. Uh, there was that. And also they had Colonel Table Beer on that yeah. evening as well, which yeah, 3%, great beer. So they And, and they had an amazing uh, can selection as well to, to pick from if you wanted something a little bit more obscure. So... Yeah, and of course you had to go as Clarky Cat. You had to go for uh, Clarky Cat. So, yeah, Pomona uh, Island, Clarky Cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know about the uh, the origin of Clarky Cat? No. Um, no. So oh, it was a Chris Morris thing, wasn't yeah. it? So obviously Simon's name Clark, and uh, yeah, there was a pro. I can't, can't remember the name of the program now, but it was Brass. Like yeah, something like that. And um, apparently Chris Morris was going around going. Um, to all these uh oh, I was a skit about like drugs drug, it was drugs, just it was a made of drug like, name it was a made you of drugs you got a clarky cat yeah <laughs> and of course uh, you know Simon yeah. was just like ah oh, that's quite a fairly cool name to me and then yeah then it suddenly was like yeah oh, <laughs> for Mona Island and a can of it so it had to be done so there you go <laughs> so yeah that's a shout out to Cherry Reds because they've always been a, a solid place to go for a, a, a bite to eat and stuff but the fact that they've got a couple of function rooms as well they're right in the centre of town in, in Brom in John Bright Street opposite the Brewdog Bar so uh, yeah they do they do great stuff and uh, long may they continue to um, 
Where else we've been? I've already mentioned the Goose Island Brew Pub that we went to. Uh, it was a nice little place to go to. Yes, it's AB InBev owned, but they've got a brew kit out the back that is pretty state-of-the-art, as you'd expect, because the budget's there. And I would say about 80% of the beers in there, they're down in uh, Shoreditch. Um, 80% of the beers there are brewed on site, and uh, they're doing like smoked stouts and impy stouts and just pails and a whole variety of styles and stuff. All and they had on one, site. didn't they? That they're always doing a putting a barrel aid barrel oh, or something. Yes, they, um, they always have a barrel behind the bar. You can actually see the barrel, and they would just draw something off. So I had a Madeira um, kind of barrel aged. Um, oh, it was a big. It was a huge impy stout. Um, and the guy said, yeah, basically when this runs out, we've just got another barrel out the back and then we'll just bring another wooden barrel out and then just, you know, go on to the next thing. So there's always something interesting to try there. So definitely if you're in, if you're in Shoreditch, it's worth checking out despite any misgivings about it being owned by a big macro brewery. Um, where else have we been? Oh yeah. And the other place we've been to, uh, the same day we nipped into the, the brew dog alcohol free bar in old street, which has gained quite a lot of uh, press. Um, it's not the first alcohol free bar in the country or in the world or whatever brew dog were claiming, but it's an interesting <laughs> thing. It was, it was one of their former draft house sites, which they've now painted white. So it's completely unlike any other brew dog bar in feel, um, and they've got, I think there's four Brewdog alcohol-free beers on tap, and they've got some guest stuff, loads of stuff in the, the fridges as well. There's some McKellar drink in the sun and um, Erdinger, and just basically anybody that's brewing an alcohol-free beer at the moment is pretty much in that place. And it was an interesting kind of vibe. We nipped in, like, on a Monday afternoon, and there were people just using it like you would a coffee shop, people having meetings with laptops and and that kind of thing. It was it was an interesting thing. It'd be interesting to see how the concept kind of mm, continues really continue. past past January. Um, so yeah, that was that was interesting. I mean, we did get to try some of their alcohol-free beers. Um, I had wake-up call the stout, which is pretty decent, although it's pretty much just like cold brew coffee. Um, yeah, that's exactly what I said when I tried some. Of you had the faux fox. Yeah, I had faux fox, which was kind of like a. Uh, supposed to be a raspberry fruited beer, so very much a bit like um, a lot of these triple fruited gozes and stuff. Now um, it was kind of like that, like that, but obviously no alcohol. To me, it was just like it was just a nicer version of a of a vimto without all the kind of sugar and stuff. You know, there you go. It was that Draft kind vimto. of yeah. You heard it here. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> it's again. It I suppose that's the advantage or the thing with these things is they haven't got that huge sugar content like a lot of obviously soft drinks have and so you're not then ending up after kind of you know two or three lemonades or whatever where you normally your mouth is kind of like i don't know that i can cope with anymore you know and then but i don't know i think i think as 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 beer drinkers you're used to bitterness aren't you as a flavor so maybe that's why a lot of beer drinkers are like oh if i'm not drinking anything i want something that isn't stupidly sweet you know? Have you had many of them, actually, these AF beers? No. <laughs> no. I haven't. No. <laughs> I, I, use, I use my beer tokens on, on alcohol. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I haven't. I, I've maybe drank, like, one alcohol-free beer in the past year. And? Maybe. Um, no. Uh, no. 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 It, it wasn't a good one, anyway. No. No. That's the it, problem. It was I think there's, just, there's just not yeah. that many good ones around, I guess. But yeah. we're I seeing things it. things are improving. Yeah, things I are improving. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, it it is a really interesting one. It's that whole thing, isn't it, with the whole alcohol-free? It's kind of like a 
suppose it, we've we've said it before now when you have got sometimes where you've got designated drivers and it's like you know they go somewhere and like all they've literally you've got to drink is like lime and soda or lemonade or coke or so yeah, that's pretty actually that was quite I, like something yeah. interesting and maybe and you know and so actually these alcohol-free beers yeah maybe it's not just the fact that it's not a beer it's just a it's an it's an interesting it's something interesting to drink mm. that hasn't got all that whole saccharine I, I, sweetness around it and yeah. stuff but if you're just yeah. doing it like a lot of people are doing it in dry jan at the moment to kind of do that whole thing of like i still want a beer but i'm yeah. doing dry jan it's mm. kind of does it defeat the object i don't know it's, i'm more definitely more interested in the the soda aspect mm. yeah like adding really interesting flavors to soda yeah, yeah. And, like and, what and cloud just, water have been doing yeah. like what cloud water have done you know not worry too much about it tasting like a beer yeah just using really good ingredients not skimping on costs and just making it tasty yeah, yeah. um and interesting i mean i i just i'm not bothered about drinking something that tastes like beer if it's not alcoholic it's like i don't i don't need to go to a pub and drink drink beer if i'm if i'm not drinking beer i would probably order like a peppermint tea or a chamomile mm. tea or something like that mm. because i enjoy that i don't i don't feel the need to like sub it for something that's that's trying to trying to be beer um, yeah. i think it depends on the scenario doesn't it if you if you're at home and you were say doing dry january or something i'd just be drinking tea all the time um, but there is this sort of thing about if you're out and you're in a pub because you're at a social event or whatever and you're like, yeah, I'm just doing a few weeks without any beer. Your options, are, depending on the place you're at, aren't usually available to have a cup of tea or something like that. And then you'd feel a bit weird with a mug of tea standing around in a pub. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel weird about it at all. No. Tea no, anywhere. Yeah. No, yeah. What, the only thing I feel weird about is paying £2.20 for a mug of tea, yeah. which I know co- make, they... Cost them about thirty p yeah. to make, yeah. you know. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's my only uh, issue with that. I think it's it's that whole thing of like I know I can make a cup of tea here for like pence, and uh, I'm going yeah. out being charged two pound twenty. So yeah, try being oh. a brewer. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's and, true. Yeah, you, it's kind of shocking when you when you realise how how cheap you're making beer for. Yeah, like that you can drink for free. Obviously, yeah, like, and then you're going out. Up, it costs a bit. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. So yeah, suddenly you're being charged six pound fifty for a pint or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Sometimes you say like we should have just gone to the brewery. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. I mean, alcohol-free beer. I mean, what was what was the what was the? I hate to talk about pricing because it's not about it, but alcohol-free beer is the price sort of you know. Was it expensive in the alcohol-free bar? Yes. Yeah. So this I don't um, understand. No, and bear in mind it's also. Brewdog's own beer, yeah, on their own site in their own bar, Which, and they're not paying duty. I was going to say they're not paying yeah. duty. Yeah. However, I was reading. I um, being, being a Brewdog shareholder, I, I do occasionally read the forum, the shareholders forum, and this obviously came up in in conversation on there. Um, and I wasn't sure. People talk about duty being really high, and I actually probably know a lot more about it than than we do. But uh, somebody was sort of saying on a pint of beer that's about. Five percent or something. It'd be like fifty-four p on a pint mm, or something. Mm. So that's about right, yeah. Because um, yeah, I think so. So that actually wouldn't take the price down massively. Then you know, Punk AF in that bar was yeah. I know it was London, but I think it was about five pound fifty or something. Mm. And you're just like, well, hang on. Normal Punk's five pound mm. fifty. So the argument on the Brewdog forum was, 
well, hang on a minute, guys. How can you charge the same? The comeback was we're brewing Punk AF on a much, much smaller kit. They're not brewing it on the 30 heck kit. They're brewing it because they're smaller amounts. So they're brewing it, maybe not a pilot kit, but I think they've got a second set up there that they're brewing it on. So economies of scale aren't coming into it. I mean, but you, it's, I know, it's, still, it's, that it's, thing it's still the expensive ingredients in there. They're still using the mm. nice hops and everything like that. Yeah. And, and that's the biggest cost out of mm. all of it is mm. going to be the hops. And um, and they might be putting more in to kind of sub out. The but their margins must yeah. be high, much higher on that beer then. Oh yeah, they've got to yeah. be. But as well, yeah. By I, I don't know what process they use for dealkolizing their beer. Because there's a few different. I'm not sure they're dealkolizing. I saw something the other day that they're doing something different. Yeah. So they're like either freeze, got, freeze, just they got yeah. a lazy yeast or that doesn't want to kind of create much alcohol or or, um, or something. <laughs> I thought for a minute that you were going to say they've got a laser and then no, you no. said yeast. So I was like lazy. Oh, Brewdog got everything. <laughs> <laughs> got lasers. I'm sure they have. Um, don't know what they're using them for, but no, I, I'm fairly certain that I read something the other day that said that they're not dealkalizing, which that's what costs a fortune because that's yeah. what. Adnams are doing with Ghost Ship it's, and they spent a fortune on the like, kit. It's like a million pound for the, for the yeah. So is, is that, do they burn it off or does it, how do they, how do they de-alkalise it? Um, there's a few ways you can do it. You can, you can kind of distill it and distill like it, yeah. burn it off but you're going to get some different flavours out of that. Mm. Or you can run it through some tiny, Free, tiny freezing, tubes. Freezing, that's to get, like, that's the opposite, to get like really, really yeah, If you freeze alcohol. the still, that's to get higher ABV, so isn't it? That, or yeah, but, then, but, but that would still work as well, because yeah, that's you, what you take away the frozen bit, yeah. mm. and instead use that, and then you chuck out the non-frozen uh, bit. So yeah. you're, you're just yeah. doing the opposite. So that's another yeah. way. Yeah. That, you could do it. Um, or, yeah, or you run it through very, very small tubes, like reverse osmosis style, right, I think. Right. Just filter um, it out, kind of thing. Yeah, but I... I mean, they're all additional steps to, to the process, though, which add cost. Yeah. But the punter, at the end of the day, stood at the bar, is just going to be thumping the bar and saying, why am I paying the same for an alcohol-free yeah. beer? Mm. But it's the same uh, taking it out of al- um, alcohol-free beer, alcohol-free mm. spirits. Have you seen these things? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's bottles for sale, like 30, 40 pounds. Uh, thinking, yeah, Seedlip are well, the again, ones doing the gin, aren't they? I, I'm, sure I'm sure they're really, I'm sure they're really nice, but it, like... It is quite nice, actually. 30 to 40 pounds worth? I, no. I got a sample of it in, uh, in Sainsbury's, I think. Yeah. And, and it was nice. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a gin drinker. Anyway, no. so to me, gin isn't worth like what what it sells for anyway when yeah. it's forty odd percent. So would you add a, a tonic as usual to it? Yeah, mm. yeah. It tastes like gin. It tastes like straight gin. Yeah, it didn't taste like gin mixed. Oh, that's like an that. interesting thing, though, isn't mm. it? Like, do you add a tonic? Uh, for for me, I mean, I don't drink gin really. I've tried it. Uh, it's not really for me but there's this whole thing about adding a tonic to it because of the strength normally because you wouldn't so, have a you know the, the brew dog punk AF shandy no exactly <laughs> this, is, this is what I can't get past with spirits and it's my own personal problem to deal with but spirits that you then add stuff to is like detracting from the product that the distiller intended surely but, but a lot of them are, are designed to be mixed a lot of them are yeah. mixing spirits like um, I was just talking to someone the other day who's doing a new um, rum distillery locally, uh, New Bold Rum. Oh, oh right, and, okay. Um, I tried it. I really liked it. I said Good. I could have this just straight on ice, and she said it is a mixing rum. It is right. made to be mixed with Coke. Right. So some of them are designed to be mixed, and then some of them, uh, I, that I could have had on its own. I guess it's just, it's what you're aiming for, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. To me, like a rum, if it's if it's not 
a mixing room it needs to be like oak barreled yeah for sure yeah um, we seem to have gone off piste slightly all I said was <laughs> we went to the Brewdog AF bar and you know um, just to finish off um, yeah the other place we went to the other day was a place in Shepherd's Bush uh, we were in Shepherd's Bush for a gig but the following day uh, we happened upon a place called Prairie Fire which is right by the Westfield uh, huge shopping mall in, in um, Shepherd's Bush and uh, we nipped in there for a quick beer and uh, mainly due to um, the Beer London app uh, which is a great app if you're in London and you've got uh, any kind of smartphone you want to get it downloaded because it's super good it tells you where all the good pubs are um, and uh, yeah I'll put a link in the show notes actually uh, and yeah so Prairie Fire are kind of like a barbecue joint but they also have about at least a dozen taps in there and um, yeah they've got all sorts of stuff in there lost and grounded and um, yeah I can't remember yeah. what, what did you have I can't remember, uh, can't remember now yeah. they're in the, they're um, in a railway arch that's all I can remember there's about some railway arches so, yeah. opposite so John Lewis at the very edge yeah. of the Westfield site and um, they're there and they do some interesting looking barbecue food and stuff and so it's, um, a cla- it's a classic uh, you know Bermondsey kind of yeah, but in West London, kind of thing. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so you're hearing the trains going overhead. But yeah, no, it's an interesting space to go to. Yeah, so, worth yeah. worth uh, checking yeah. out. In an otherwise fairly poor area for beer, actually, apart from the Brewdog in Shepherd's Bush, there's not a lot else. So um, yeah, worth checking out. Um, that is pretty much what we've been up to in the last month. Um, what you guys? I'll keep it to? brief. Like I haven't really been anywhere this month. To be right. honest, um, interesting craft beer. Anyway, I've, I've kept local, so I'll just leave it at that. I've been everywhere. <laughs> You've been everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I'll try and keep it brief. Wait, yeah. let, me, let me bring my notes on my phone. I'll yeah. The list of places I've been. Um, the the one which I wasn't intending on going to was the uh, Padstow Brewing, okay. where my beer of the month came from. Yeah. We were driving past down a road and just saw a sign for it. I felt mm. like I recognise that name. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, just popped in. That was awesome. Really good little shop. Um, worth popping into. Cool. Uh, it was on my Cornwall visit, so also hit up uh, Verdant. Accidentally went to Ooh. the new brewery. Yeah. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. You so they accidentally changed. Go well, they changed it. the address yeah. on Google. It's pretty big. Well, you could just bump into it. Yeah. Well, I, I was trying to go to the old brewery oh, to right. pick up some cans, and then um, yeah, I put in the address on Google, which I guess they change so when people are delivering large pieces of oh, equipment, course, they don't yeah. go to the wrong brewery. <laughs> right. um, yeah, because you wouldn't fit much into them little, it's just like a like shipping, a shipping crate, isn't it? Yeah, container. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, yeah they've, got, they've got the unit, but I saw the new kit and it is, yeah, you wouldn't fit it inside. You wouldn't get it through the door. Right, yeah. Yeah, so visited both the breweries briefly, yeah. got there with two minutes to spare, they're about to close the doors. <laughs> Very nice. the last ever time. For the last ever time, yeah. Because yeah. it's now shut, apparently. The, yeah. the old one is shut now. All yeah. done. Yeah. But they, yeah, they um, very nicely opened the door. Saw me some track and field that was canned on that day. Or oh, the day wow. before. Absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, um, it's good to be that. And then straight down to the seafood bar afterwards. Nice. Which, in the centre of Falmouth, yeah. In the centre of Falmouth, yeah. Which Jealous. I, I, I know we're not talking about food on this podcast, <laughs> but you, you can't not. We do. Um, it's, yeah, absolutely phenomenal. It was the putty launch as well. But it was really nice and quiet in there. We still got a seat. And how was how was the crowd. putty? Awesome. I had it yeah. on tap and I had it on keg as well. Uh, sorry, I had it on tap and I had it can as well. So I had. Uh, so it seemed to be. Some people said it was better on keg than can. I don't know if that's. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I loved it on keg and I really yeah. liked it in can. Yeah. Uh, I know there were two runs on can and I only had the 
only had the one run. I, I think I had the first one. It was very, very nice, but Ankeg, it, it was just phenomenal. Mm. And kind of paired with this food as well, um, like fish tacos and stuff like that. So, so did you have like small the, plates kind of stuff there? Small plates, yeah, tapas. Yeah. You kind did, of, you have, did you have the fish butty? Uh, no, I didn't. Fish sandwich. No, I didn't. I didn't want to bulk up on bread. No. I kind of, I kind of wanted to try like everything on the menu. Beer was your bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, no, I tried most of the beers on tap. Um, really enjoyed their lager. Really, mm-hmm. really decent. Wasn't planning on trying it. They've, they've not put that into small pack, have they? Or maybe no. they will. Maybe I was going to say I didn't know they'd done they done that. They need to. It's, it's yeah. amazing. Maybe really, they will. It's really, maybe really good. Um, yeah, nice and dark, nice mm-hmm. and malty, but. Yeah, food was awesome. I think we had pretty much everything on the menu. Nice one. Puddings are a good size, but... Um, it's really yeah. small. It looks really small. It's tiny. It's, yeah, um, yeah you've got a few tables. It's, it, it's not the kind of place where you can stand either. So if you go in and all the tables are taken, there's a little bit of sp- standing space at the bar, but it's, it, it is absolutely tiny. But is it very much a feel of a foodie place then? You would feel slightly out of place if you just went in for a drink? Um... You wouldn't feel out of place, I don't think. Were the people right. just going? But there's there a menu on your table. Right. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I think there were people just going to drink in there as well, but you couldn't not order. You'd look at the menu and you would just end up ordering something, even if you just. One like, of each. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's what that's what we did. Did you? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and I mean, something like the, the oysters were just amazing. Just really, really good native oysters. Even if you just had that with your, with your beer, it'd be perfect. But no sours. No, oh, you were, no. were you craving the sour when you no, were No, well, they've got a good sour bottle list. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so... Um, oh, yeah, I just thought Mills, they had bottles on tap. Mills, I got Mills in bottles. Right. So, so the only bottles they have, they've just started doing some wine and <laughs> red wine, I think. And cool. They've got, um, and they've got, like, Mixed Firm and Lambic. But they don't do any cans or anything like that in there. No. So I guess they're all... They don't have space for a fridge, so all the things are just going to be salad. But mm. I was I was really tempted by the Mills Saison cider cask. Oh, well, we had that before. That, that was amazing. But yeah. um, when you're in... When you're in Verdant Seafood Bar, <laughs> yeah. you're going to just drink... Did you Verdant? Beer, aren't you? <laughs> all yeah. the Verdant, yeah. 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 So a definite recommendation for that. And, 100%. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Well, so where we're going for a week's holiday later in the year, then I've decided now. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's... Uh, and the new brewery will be fully functioning and up New and brewery, maybe, tap room. Maybe tap room, yeah. Will okay. be open by then, probably, so... Okay. Yeah. It's definitely telling us where we're going on a holiday this Well, we've year, been to it? Falmouth like about three times in the last five years. So uh, I think we'll have to go back there again. <laughs> Did you go um, to Hand? Was it Handbar? The it's closed. It's closed, it's closed yeah. now. It's closed. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, uh, we yeah. went to after that. We went to Beer Wolf and Books, which oh, was yeah. really decent. Yeah, we've Lit- been there. Yeah, little craft range. Now I had um, had a Gypsy Hill beer. Can't remember which one. Mm. Really tasty, and and it was busy in there. Thursday it's a nice night. little place, a bookshop combined with a pub. Yeah. You can't go wrong, we can you, really? Bought a few books, <laughs> yeah. a couple yeah. of beers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's a nice vibe. It's just really chilled out in there as yeah. well. I get why they say it, but there is a part of me that wishes I could get a beer, then go and browse the books. Oh, yeah, I you're not really supposed to, to take that. your beer it's, and browse the books. They've that, got a table yeah. where you can yeah. leave your beer. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. is right next to the book, so you can see your beers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, keep an eye on your beer. Yeah. I see, I don't yeah. think they did that before. I think that before they And I, I don't know if they've still like got that downstairs from there, because Beer Wolf is, um, is kind of uh, upstairs, isn't it? There's like yeah. a cheese shop downstairs that we went to when we were last there, but that was about three years ago now. It was close um, when I was there, if it's fair. Which, uh, which I'm sad about. You told me about that yeah. after, after when I got back. And <laughs> yeah. I said, I what, you cheese. didn't go to the cheese shop? <laughs> yeah. No, um, so, yeah, yeah, anywhere else you've been to? Um... No, I'm going to keep it brief. Those are the top ones. 
Have I really you tiger you, you guys been to um, we have got an empty glass. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. Just just briefly to round this off. <laughs> have either of you been to Roberto's yet in Digbeth? Yeah, yes. so the actually yeah, the same evening for, for your birthday or your Vicky's birthday, I went to Roberto's with a friend of ours and yeah. Really impressed. The, so it's the old clink bar as well. I think the old clink bar before. is just they've slightly kind of like cleared it, cleared it up a little bit. It's yeah. a little bit, a little bit more space. Um, fantastic tap list, which is on a on a screen. Um, yeah. Plenty of bottles, lambic bottles in the fridge. Um, some of them in the fridge, but yeah, just really, really impressed. Yeah, really yeah. Good yeah. place. I so worth it. checking out. I've not it's, been yet. Yeah. There's kind of a bit more space in there now as well. It's yeah. just yeah, it's like it's like it's, around, it's a bit so more yeah, it's a bit more open, isn't it, than yeah. perhaps it used to be. But no, I, um, I had a um, I had a lambic that was being infused with what was it, uh, grape leaves or olive yeah. leaves or something like that. Okay. Mad, absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. Really, Do really you remember good. the brewery or? No, I can't remember. No, it was it was really nice though. But I was I, I had like time for a third before we had to get back to the car before the right. ticket expired. So uh-huh. I had a quick chat with Roberto. Like and he's and he's a, yeah he's, he's a good guy. He's a really good host as well. And yeah, he's yeah. passionate. He's he's you know keen. Knows to his sort stuff. Of, yeah, he knows really his knows shit, his yeah. stuff. Uh, really keen to push push it forward. So yeah, hit it up. Yeah, worth mm-hmm. checking out then. Definitely. Okay, as as you've already mentioned, yeah, our glasses are empty, so uh, we need to get that sorted out right now. Okay. Uh, here we are again with uh, a beer just about to be cracked open. Um, this oh, is the river hiss. an imperial stout uh, from Thirsty Pioneers, brewed in conjunction with Charles um, yep. and our friend Luke as well. And uh, tell us a bit about the beer as we get this poured out. Well, oh, Archie's going to explain the technicalities of it, but the right. aim was to brew a very much a coffee forward beer and we thought it's obviously a st- an imperial stout as you okay. do yeah but the idea was to actually recreate uh, an italian dessert called affogato okay. which yeah. as, as you yeah, may or may yeah. not know is yeah. uh, vanilla ice cream with espresso poured on top of it um so yeah this has got some sweetness from vanilla so I mean, okay the reason I went, oh my god, as it was being poured, was because it's, it's it's pouring like, like it, it, what it pours. Like, it pours like it? motor oil. It's yeah. so thick, yeah, and viscous. Um, yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, just top, so yeah, you top you. I was gonna say. Your uh, what's what's the that. what's the ABV on this one? Um, eight two. This one came in at oh, okay. Cool. So so it's only just it's imperial. Imp, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, is that what you were aiming for, or did it? Is it? We, just, we, we were aiming for. We were aiming for. A bit higher, a little bit higher, yeah. but it's it was a big mash yeah. for, for a very was, small amount. It was heavy. It was a lot. It was heavy, and, and it was a fun night as well, wasn't it? We God, I smell it from here. I know. We, we didn't even start brewing <laughs> until I think we we got there at like five o'clock. We managed to forget. I managed to forget the coffee as well. Um, so we had to like get the Uber driver to turn around, and then uh, so we, re- we had to rebook it, didn't we? Re-book we had to rebook it whilst we were in the Uber. Yeah. Um, so we got the coffee, got there. It was freezing cold as well. It was so cold. One of the coldest days of the year, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure. And we drank a load of beer when we were there. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was a really good brew day. Um, Great fun as well. It was we, it we was so fun. It was, fun. It was really nice brewing with people. Joe was in Barbados at the time. So it was just you, me, and Luke. Yeah, and the three of us. So Luke's friend of ours, really, really, really passionate about coffee. So again, he sort of suggested the bean beans that we chose. Which yeah, were, he, he brought the beans. I'm really looking forward to this. What what were they called? It was the um, has been El Bosque. Yes, the Guatemalan. He did it. Yeah, 
Okay, that's all right. Oh, uh, oh, oh nice. and now Charles has spilt it all over the table. Anyway. <laughs> it's a good job you've had this before, then. In the theme yeah. of stouts. So, yeah, tell us about the, the coffee aspect of it, then. Yeah, so this, this coffee, the notes on it are um, hazelnut, treacle toffee, dark chocolate. I think that's shone through pretty well. It's not mm-hmm. easy to get those kind of flavours in a beer, um, seeing as it sat on the coffee for quite a while as well so we kind of did a was it like a couple of weeks um it was it was a few days a few days it was a few days after after fermentation and ramp down mm. pop the coffee in um it was a bit of a pain clogged all the filters because <laughs> it was ground pretty well not not very fine but um but for what we're used to it was pretty fine yeah. grind didn't cold crash down like hops normally do as well mm, yeah. um still had some so floaters. you didn't put the whole beans in then you did not the whole beans down. No. We, we, right, we, right, right. well we both myself and luke both both brought our grinders down um uh, didn't we? we sort of ground yeah. yeah ground it all up so you bought it as beans but ground it there yeah. and there whole beans fresh. and then yeah. ground fresh yeah so you get <clears> maximum aroma and flavour uh, made a, made yeah, a massive yeah. mess in yeah, the brew really yeah. <laughs> or the, what's, it, what's it called the little white bit in is the, it chaff or the chaff yeah, or the chaff yeah all the chaff that was just floating around everywhere yeah <laughs> right I mean this this, cof- uh, this coffee this beer is all coffee the aroma this, I was just going to say what do you what do you think of the yeah. aroma because yeah. we, we I mean I've had it before but yeah I've had it I've had a bottle so already. this is it, like huge said, coffee aroma wise it's just like oh my god that's yeah. just like it is like walking into a coffee shop or a you know a roastery, or, a roastery or, yeah. or something like that. It's just really I think, all the yeah. But it's very earthy it coffee, isn't it? Doesn't very earthy coffee then taste as bitter as it's smelling as no. the coffee? And that's probably the vanilla that's counteracting the I think, coffee. I think the vanilla pops it up a little bit. And we were really focused on not adding the coffee in too early and making sure we didn't get any bitterness and harsh flavours off it. I think this is it for me. The coffee is. It's restrained, but it's nuanced. I'm mm. picking up those individual f- sort of flavours that you were saying from the coffee. The nuts in kind this, of thing. Which is quite unusual with a coffee beer, because with a coffee beer, it's either like coffee or not coffee. It's quite binary. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You don't get the nuances of coffee in a lot of coffee stouts. Yeah. You just get the, oh yeah, I can taste generic coffee, you know, mm. whereas this, I think, is a bit more multi-layered and a little yeah. bit more complex, the, the coffee aspect of it. I, but I think, it's a big old beer, isn't it? I think that was kind of the point of this. Drink um, smooth. The point of this mm. beer as well was that it, the, it did focus on the coffee. Mm. No one really tells you what coffee is in the beer that they've made. Um, I think what we'd like is this to be the start of a range of um, impy stouts that focus on different coffees from different regions. Obviously, we don't know much about coffee um, mm. in the brewery, but we've got we've got Charles and we've got Luke as well, mm-hmm. and they both know a decent amount. So, uh, hopefully, this will be the first of um, first of a little range. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's the key, really. I think just trying to let the nuances of the coffee really shine through, and that means you don't want too much of like an obtrusive like malt bill. Um, I mean, the vanilla was quite a fun experiment. I mean. I don't know. Would you? Would we do that again? Do you think? Vanilla that or? I, I don't last or get any vanilla. No. There, the there is a sweetness, but I don't there's know. A, there's if that's, a sweetness, but, but I think that's more like the chocolate mold, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. the mold. Yeah, it's like yeah. so because there is a little. Is it the vanilla that's giving it that kind of smooth edge that on the taste? I, I think, or is it I think the, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There is a smoothness. Yeah, which was, so like you're not getting the vanilla, but you're yeah. getting like a, a, a like it's rounded off any rough mm. edges, as it were. It, it, we were quite heavy on the uh, yeah. on the malt pill as well, so yeah. that might be helping. 
Mm. Um, Flake yeah. barley as well, wasn't it? To try and give yeah. it a bit of head retention so that actually there is a head bit of head it's sticking around. around. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. This, this, is, this is around where we said we wanted it to be. We didn't I mean, want the, it to the, have a big foamy head. We just wanted to have that really nice lacing when you spin the glass. Yeah. And the, these glasses, the ones that we've got now, like the sort of stemless teku, not quite. Of, yeah, uh, sort like of. Like a goblet. Goblet, uh, goblet yeah. yeah. Whereas you've got the craft, I've got master, a craft master, which, which really does generate. Yeah, that's really yeah. giving you some head, head, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if this is yeah. nucleated or not. I don't think it is. Colour-wise, I mean, it's, it's black as night. So I think it, it is, and, and when you swirl as, as well, well, you get that really nice lacing, yeah. like yeah. orange, yellow, amber on the glass, and the head is. So a you were tan saying that it's head, yeah. come out at eight point two, but initially you were thinking it might be a bit higher. stronger. Yeah, we're aiming a little bit higher, but our match tin's quite small. So, in terms of fitting in all the grain and so this is pushing enough. it to the limits, then yeah. Th- this is pushing our our kit to the limits on this kind of size run. So, I would so say efficiency it, was never going to be like hundred percent. No, of, no, know. no way. A lot of the time when people are doing MPs at the moment, they're doing um, like they're double mashing or doing a fir- they're pulling the first runnings from the mash and then mm. not sparging with anything. And we didn't and we didn't do that. We just wasn't did. the alpha the new alpha delta one, is that hysteria is that That's double mash. That's doubled. Yeah, so that's, that's a 14%. Be, I think that's gonna be like a first running and then a second running. So they're just getting yeah. all of that mm. um, all that sugar out of the first. Mm. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of pushing our kit to its limit. Nice. So if we wanted to do stronger than this, we could probably do a bit stronger if we dialed it in a little bit more. But if we want to go a lot stronger we'd need to do less. And there wasn't that much of it anyway. So, um, no. yeah, on this kit, unfortunately, pretty limited. And like you said, does it also, it makes a difference with the amount of like things like coffee and mm-hmm. all your adjuncts basically were going in. That yeah, so, they, so they're, many, all, they're all added in. How many the, kilos of coffee did we use? Was it 15? Something like that. No, it was... Uh, Not as much uh, as that. No, we did like... It was like... I can't remember. Grams per litre. Oh, it was a lot. Litre. It was... In grams per litre. What was it grams was, per litre? I can't remember what it is now. It was about twice what everyone said to do. Yeah, we went big. Yeah, two. I think it was three times what everyone said to do, um, because it just didn't seem like enough. No. I was worried it would just be a coffee hinted beer. Mm. Yeah, and I didn't want it to be. That. I think we joked to the end. It was like if you don't get coffee aroma from this, you know, yeah. but I would yeah. certainly give up yeah. ever brewing, yeah. trying no, to have a hand in brewing anything. Yeah. And it's like you said, so going back yeah. to what you were saying earlier, that's what you wanted your focus to be was. You absolutely have to know there's coffee in this and yeah, yeah. and what specific coffee rather than more yeah. than okay then the sacrifice was a little bit of the ABV and stuff but yeah and, and yeah. that's fine I'd rather make yeah. a good product and yeah, yeah, it to yeah. be a little bit lower ABV but um, it's it's not a beer if you if you don't like coffee you will hate it yeah you will yeah, hate this away. beer it yeah. is it's more of a coffee than a beer yeah no it's 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 great yeah it's really really good and i think it's it's full-bodied enough even at the abv that it is to to kind of do justice to the adjuncts and the, the concept that you were you were shooting for um in, yes, yeah. in, in you're saying of, about you you if you don't like coffee well yeah i mean you know some people who definitely would not go anywhere near this i'm not massively a coffee drinker but i'm quite happy with them yeah, yeah. that's that's it's, that's going down well for mm. me it's quite nice for me because i'm i'm off coffee at the moment um, <laughs> this is yeah my first coffee beverage caffeinated beverage in like a month so okay yeah so you're awake for the next week now then yeah <laughs> yeah when we're, when we're down the podcasting we'll be bouncing yeah um so in terms of um you've done this in 330 mil bottles so you've yep. not put it in any kegs or anything no kegs. it's a bottled run just yeah. just 330 mil bottles yeah so if anyone's interested in picking this up to maybe get in touch with you via insta or twitter yeah or something, yeah yeah uh yeah get in touch 
Instagram, best on Instagram, and then we'll let you know where it's taking it on. Um, definitely some going into Warwick Rail Ale, and mm-hmm. we'll we'll have a few boxes bouncing around kind of sure. local area. And what's oh. it called? Um, Affogato Stout. There you go. Smooth Affogato. It, it was going to be Smooth Affogato. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's then, a cool name. It, it's a cool name, but I couldn't get I couldn't get a uh, I couldn't get an alligator onto the uh, label. My, my skills uh, are very restricted. Because right? Luke sent us like a sort of his own sort of sketch, didn't he? And it was mm. a alligator swimming in a cup of coffee. Right. Yeah, yeah. Nice one. Nice one. Was quite cool. Yeah. yeah. I'll um, I'll put a link in the show notes uh, so if people want to get in touch and, and get hold of this, uh, if they're not local, then that's that's cool. cool. Um, in terms of just generally, obviously, it's probably about six months or so since. Uh, you and Joe were on the on the podcast uh, talking about Thirsty Pioneers. So, what's what's been happening in the last six months, and what's going to happen in the next six months? Yeah, so we've been uh, on the hunt for new premises and potential taproom premises. Uh-huh. I think last time we were here, we probably talked about wanting to upsize the brewery mm. um, and wanting to move away down uh, Cornwall Devonway. So at this point now, we've zeroed in on premises. Um, we've actually found a space that we think we can brew in and open a tap room as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so without saying too much about it, because it's still very early days, you yeah. know, I go back down um, in a week or so, and I'll know more then. But what we're looking at at the moment is a um, small brewery space, upsize the kit a little bit, um, not yeah. a huge amount more, have a few taps, a couple of guest taps, and uh, probably doing some food as well. Excellent. Which is something, so- we're, something we're super passionate about. So just to clarify, this is down in the southwest. So uh, yeah, southwest Fal- Falmouth gain, Way. Falmouth Way. Yeah. Uh, so so their gain is Warwickshire's loss yeah. in a way. But hey, there's always going on holiday, isn't there? I was just going to say, you know, we were saying about we need to book a holiday. Well, yeah. maybe we wait until you know. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. That's it. <laughs> These I guys mean, are established and be their first guests or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we want we really want to be open like within the next couple of months really if we can okay I think, it, I think it'll probably end up being about three months yeah all licensing and stuff like that yeah um the kit out doesn't look too bad if we mm-hmm. go ahead this space um it's and we don't have a huge amount of stuff to move either just yeah gotta, just gotta find somewhere to live down there yeah sure yeah so a bit of a juggle moving, yeah moving everyone down and all the kit and yeah it's a mammoth kind of project really um so yeah obviously uh yeah if people want to know what's going on we'll just stay tuned to your instagram and uh i'm sure progress will uh uh, updates will appear we're being pretty quiet pretty sneaky about our photos well putting out little bits and pieces on our story and um just not saying anything don't want to jinx it yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, always, like, yeah. always best to, yeah. to keep it close to your chest until yeah. things are sorted. Yeah, that's it. I think I think it'll be within the next couple of weeks that we start kind of releasing news on exactly where it is and probably more about what kind of food we'll be doing um, mm. and the setup in terms of brewing. I think we um, we've always said that we want to do lots of barrel age stuff, but we've got a few things that we're thinking about doing in there. It's kind of every space you look at is a bit different, and you can mm. use it a little bit different. Um, and this, yeah, we've got some cool ideas for this spot. Excellent. Well, like said, it could be that once you get down there as well, some sometimes getting into the locale and the vibe and how it. Yeah. All Are you gonna get the surfboard back out? Yeah, yeah. I want to when I go down in a week or so. Yeah. It's cold, but when <laughs> wet I, suits. When I yeah, thick wetsuits. When I was down there last, we um, got hit by like a storm, so I uh, I went onto the beach maybe twice. It was like it was the worst weather I've ever been in. I think oh, uh, right. someone said there was a tornado. What? Yeah, yeah. Apparently there was a tornado. Really? 
Cornish tornado. I didn't see it, but you could have seen it. Cornado. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No more in peace out for you. Yeah. No. But, but no. So, um, but yeah. Next time we go down, we're going to try and talk to some like local producers as well. Obviously, mm-hmm. we've got like Food producers brewing or, and, or just uh, alcohol producers. Yeah. But not just looking at being on look at local wines Wine, and stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, we'd love to do some wine in there, some natural wines. I know Tilling some spirits. down I think Tillingham are on the other side. Way. I think they're like Sussex, right? Oh, right. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so not, not that close. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, but at the moment, we're looking no, for right. like winemakers in that kind of region um, mm-hmm. who are using oak barrels that we can Because Lime, Lime Regis has have got a, a wine make a winery there, I think. And we're probably pretty close to Lime Regis. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of Dorset, isn't it, Lime yeah. Regis? It's on, it's on the same bit of coast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. think they do meads as well. Do they? Yeah, just need to find some oak casks. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm. Oak casks that we can reuse and. So if anybody is listening that's got oak casks, then yeah, get oak in casks. touch with those yeah. pioneers. Yeah, Lime Bay Winery. That's the name of the uh, company. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll cider, wine, mead, and li- liqueur. So cool. Worth, there you go. Mm. Worth well, this, a lot of barrels um, there then. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. yeah. Yeah, well, this is going down yes. down really well. Um, it's doing everything it promised. My glass is slightly empty. For obvious <laughs> That's what happens when you when you spill it all over everything. Yeah, um, spill it all over my kitchen table. Mm. Yeah, no, this has definitely got that massive coffee hit on the nose. Mm. The initial when you first taste it, it's kind of like it's smooth with that it's quite kind of slight earthy, coffee earthy coffee isn't it but mm. it's definitely got the yeah. definite the coffee aftertaste it does and it's got yeah, it's got like a little s- bit of acidity like that cold brew yeah. acidity yeah and I think that makes yeah. it like actually quite easy drinking mm. kind of like cleanses it a little bit mm. yeah and again this is one of those I can feel it now as I'm talking that obviously this is a an 8.2% or whatever but mm. as you're drinking it you wouldn't initially think no. that it was um, that strong but, no, no. so um, this is kind of like vodka and Red Bull then you're getting drunk and sleepy but at the same time you can <laughs> never go to sleep yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> have this on your nights out when, you, mm. when you're out, out. <laughs> yeah instead of yay bombs just shots yeah. of this <laughs> yeah. smooth up the gator yeah. yeah yeah all of the um, yeah all the um, party goers and the you know yeah. the, People all at what's the local um, nightclub round here called? Um, smack. Smack, yeah. yeah. All the smack girls. Controversial. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's a lovely beer. It's a lovely beer. <laughs> yeah, on that anyway. Let's get this finished off. Yeah, good well job, buddy. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, nice, Cheers. nice, nice yeah. bit of work there, chaps. Good yeah. job. Really Thank good. Very yeah. Much, awesome. Right, cool. Cheers, everybody. Okay, we've got another beer in the glass. We what have. We have got a brew by numbers. Um, and brown ale, Ooh, imperial yes. strength with Amarillo hops, 8.2 ABV. Uh, this is an imperial strength winter warmer, which is a modern take on a classic English style. Rich, nutty malt base is gener- generously dry hopped with Amarillo, delivering a resinous finish and orange zest freshness. Um, it's new out. I think there's only been a handful of check-ins on Untapped, if you were interested. But it pours out. I mean, yeah, it's... Brown. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite brown. hazy. Yeah. Brown and hazy. Brown. It's muddy, yeah. yeah. It doesn't muddy. look like visually that great. <laughs> no, but no. no no brown ale like this does. But it looks it's like a badly oxidised beer, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like yeah. It's just brown and murky. It smells very kind of nutty and sort yeah. of like slightly it's got trad trad ale style smell. It smells boozy though. 
does smell There's alcohol coming off this. Yeah, it's 8.2. 8. 8. Is it? So it's an imperial brown ale, if that's a, such a thing. Same ABV yeah. as the, uh, the last one. Yeah. It is, yeah. I know which aroma I prefer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's not this one. <laughs> it's not this one. This, this one's got a nice aroma. Amarillo. I thought like orange. Normally you get with Amarillo, I don't know it's about like you. You just get orange, orangey, orangey thing, yeah. kind yeah. of zesty kind of thing. Not much like orange coming from this, really. It's yeah. certainly different. Um, it's an interesting kind of take on a on a traditional style, really. It's fitting into the category of, of like your your kind of more heavily hopped American brown ales, which mm. is is something that's kind of bigger over there, I think, than here. Um, uh, on the I think it was the last podcast I talked about. Um, more beer had done uh, an American brown called uh, Brown Shade of Pale, which was I think my beer of the month last time. Um, I really like the brown ale style, but I like it in that American style with a little bit more of a hop kind of kick to it. Yeah. I think this this fits into that category. So actually, quite interesting. Brew by numbers have a have a scale. Mm. Have you seen that before? On the oh, back the, of the can. oh, like a tasting. Where, where uh, do they put hops on this? So malt is four out of five. Hops yeah. is three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeast is two, and bitterness three. So I don't know. So it's a it's a malt forward. Yeah, beer. It's, a, it's a malt forward beer. But because it mentions Amarillo right in the front, I kind of expected it to be more. You want that front. A, I expected yeah. it to be an Amarillo brown ale. But, um, but it's more of a brown ale with Amarillo. Yeah, yeah it's the other way yeah. around, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could have done with more hot bitterness. Metallic thing I, I going kinda, on. I kind of get some nail varnish remover. That's not good. <laughs> In the flavour. It's not unpleasant. I mean, it's boozy beer. So on a, if it was on a 4% beer, it'd be really unpleasant. It's, on a boozy it, beer, you've also got the alcohol there. It's 8.2 and it's not hiding it. Yeah. Now, it's is he boozy. interesting? You say it's not hiding, it's 8.2. It's I'm not getting 8.2 off that. I'm not getting an awful lot of ABV off that at all. Yeah, really? No. I'd probably put it at six. Yeah, I'm not really getting that whole huge amount. Of I don't know if I'd there. put eight point two. I put I'd put lower than eight point two, mm. but maybe seven or something. Yeah, it's, yeah, seven, seven and a half, something like that. Um, it's nice. I like it. I like it just because it's a little bit different to everything yeah. that seems to be pale at the moment. Exactly. You know, this it, this is a nice fun. little offshoot. Twenty twenty, the year of the brown ale. You heard well, it here second. An interesting rhythm and brews podcast um, keep talking about it. <laughs> the year of the the return of the brown ale. Uh, I'm all for it. And am I doing a bit of a nostalgic throwback from the uh, you know it's slightly what, reminding new, me of Nuki Brown, which was my um, go to. You know, well this was what. This is my, you know, this was the nineties. Beer, ge- no, this was the eighties. Okay, <laughs> I'm that old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wasn't trying to give anything away there. <laughs> yeah, all my friends were drinking uh, cider down the pub, and I was drinking Nuki Brown. So uh, you there know, you yeah, there's there's a bit of a um, history for me there with um, multi malt forward brown malt, ale. Malt, so, malt, malt forward beers. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've no history of them at all. But we have a Nuki Brown serving tank in the brewery as our bright tank. Oh, it's okay. an old Nuki Brown tank. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And interesting with, with Brew by Numbers, I mean, like, what do we think about the can designs? And I that? like it. I, I like how they haven't changed. It's minimal. Which is I like what the, bottle, the bottles were, weren't they? Yeah. Um, but some of their new ones, they've taken a step further. And you've got the number on the front like you always have. But I think some of the newer, newer uh, 440s that they're doing have got other, like, artwork type stuff. I think I think one of them's got, like, an FE in the background. Yeah, and... yeah, that kind of thing. They're just kind so of d- taking it to the next step now. So what what's kind of distinguishing between them putting beer in 330 or 440 is it ABV? 
ABV? Is it style? Is it? I'd hope it was ABV, but it seems kind of random because they did the, the Hobson's what I was talking about is in three thirty, um, isn't it? It is, but that's a small beer. Yeah. Uh, but equally, they did a honey dipper a few months back. It was a four forty. So there seems to be no rhyme and reason to what size they're picking. To be fair, how much this beer? Do you want as well? Mm. I don't I mean, want more than three thirty. Yeah, it's, it's not just the ABV; it's a heavy beer, being a brown ale. Yeah. So if I remember be. rightly, you're not going to session that. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> this, this amount is enough. Yeah, this, this yeah. Half a if I remember rightly, they are contract canning with Four, Four Pure, Pure, who are obviously only a few steps away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Four Pure do quite a lot of contract canning for for other breweries. Um, so and they've got capacity to obviously do three thirty and four. But Brewer numbers, I think, are they commissioning commissioning a canning line? So they've had in, they've obviously had oh, a crowdfunding. They've just crowdfunded, haven't they? Yeah, a crowdfunding investment. Um, so there will be some growth. I'd in, expect them to get their own canning line then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's only just finished, doesn't it? The crowdfunding. So. They they overstretched, I think. Yeah, they overfunded a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, So it'd be interesting to see. I mean, the whole crowdfunding thing, that's a whole other story, but it's kind of gone by the wayside a little bit, hasn't it? Um, I think we've covered it on previous pods, really. But But, um, it'd be interesting to see what Brew by Numbers do in terms of expansion and and stuff like that. And to be fair, they've really, they have experimented with style. So, you know, an imperial brown ale, I mean... That's yeah, I mean, fair play to them for, mm. for trying something a little bit off the beaten track there. Uh, They've done things like Mexican lagers, so it wasn't just a Corona. Yeah, and when oh, they right. started out, yeah. they did a lot of saisons and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. I, fruited I, sours. They've yeah, done, uh, I like the way that they they kind of the hoppy beers style. The hoppy yeah. beers are really strong. They, they do a really yeah. good triple IPA. Um, they do the is it the DDH series? They do like a they did a series of DDH beers. I think we even had one down in Bermondsey, didn't we? Mm. Fresh from the yeah, tap Yeah, we room. did. We did. It only been like sort of, uh, yeah, put on tap that day and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I still like what they're doing a lot. So it'd be interesting to see how they develop now after the crowdfunding. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, yeah, moving on. We've got a few news items that are mainly of a local nature. Um, first one, I can't remember if you mentioned this before. Uh, there is a new bar in Lamington in progress and and it's not open yet. It's called the Boiler Room. Uh, we don't have massive details on what they're going to be, no. but they are um, basically just a few paces away from, uh, if anyone knows Leamington, the Pump Room Gardens. It's just the other side of the bridge. Um, looks like it's going to be sort of, they mentioned ales. They also mentioned craft beers. Yeah, so, so they're, they're actually on Instagram, so you can follow them, the Boiler Room Leamington. Um Independent ale, craft beer, and gin bar with industrial ambience. Mm. Um, yeah. See also Brewdog. Um, <laughs> that kind of vibe. I yeah. think they're going for a little bit, uh, aren't they? Yeah. The industrial. Thing. It's, it's, it's we'll the craft beer starter pack. Isn't it really? <laughs> craft beer starter pack. Yeah. 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 So their yeah. their Instagram is like full of pictures of pipe work and yeah. industrial building progress. Is yeah. pretty much yeah. their Instagram. Their light it's, bulbs and uh, they're, they're pumping yeah. the FOMO on it. I'm I'm yeah. really excited. I'm excited. I've, I've, I've caught the FOMO for sure. I, yeah. I can't wait till it opens up. I think it's going to yeah. be great. They were shooting for was it end of January opening, but I can't see it happening I now. I think they're a good few more weeks away. I yeah. Think. I mean, but we don't know. We don't know, so we're just speculating. But, yeah, um, but um, I'm definitely interested in what's going to go on there. So that's really, really cool. Uh, hopefully, it, it kind of succeeds in a way where other Leamington ventures haven't done, really, as we've talked about over the last couple of years, really, places opening and not quite being 
as beer focused as, as we'd like and stuff like that so fingers crossed with Boiler Room and uh, you know all the best to them um, in other news a well established pub in Warwick the New Bowling Green um, mm. which is a, a Wells and Young's pub so it's all quite traditional you know your Eagle IPA and uh, and it is a stone and it's and a stone's that. throw from Warwick Castle as well so it's yeah. really, really um, accessible so of interest to, now so. is the fact they've although they're I think they're a tied house to Young's and Wells they're getting some interesting beers on so recently we've had beers in there from Pressure Drop Yeasty Boys uh, Birmingham Brewery Holton Turner who are, um, yeah uh, uh, in uh, Hall Green uh, Holton Turner and uh, yeah they had a cask of Cloudwater on uh, a few weeks ago as well so it's definitely worth checking in on them if you happen to be touristing in the Warwick good food area. as well yeah, your regular kind of pub grub type stuff there, but it's Pies a nice look, little yeah. building. Pies look great. Yeah, yeah, and they've got a nice garden at the back for when the summertime finally hits. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, worth checking them out. Yeah, when all this rain and mud disappear, then, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally, uh, a new venture again that's opening in Leamington, Beer House Leamington, uh, in, in a German kind of style. Um, looks to be opening up... Um, down the south end of, of Lamington. Down uh, south. Down Dance south. Um, I think it's going to be what was the Zephyr Rooms uh, next door to the uh, Lamington Assembly uh, music venue. Um, and so they're opening 7th of March. They've, they've publicised their opening date. It's basically, uh, from their Instagram page, a true taste of Bavaria comes to Lamington, unquote. Uh, from their Facebook page, they say, Set in the heart of Leamington Spa, Beer House is the newest venue to hit the circuit. A place for everyone with amazing drinks, nostalgic decor and delicious food. A stylish night out with a Bavarian twist, Beer House offers a brand new concept to Leamington and will certainly be a unique party venue. Uh, things you're going to love about Beer House. Long bench seating. Personally, Tick. not that excited about long bench <laughs> eating, but there you go. It's, it's kind of hard uh, to get onto. Yeah, like if, if there's people sat on each side of you. Yeah, bit like Wagamama. You know that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know who you can sit next to. Next bullet point: best German beers in Steins. Now I'm, I'm really excited about um, that. Yeah, I'm all I'm over really that. Excited. I'm a little bit circumspect. If they, get, <laughs> what, if they can get Augustina Hellers on tap. That's yeah. fine. Big That's fine. Yeah. Crispy boys. Yeah. 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 It's just so let's let's see what they bring to the table yeah. regarding if it, the beers. If it's yeah, if it's generic German stuff, then no. But if it's I'm interesting I'm, I'm, I'm also then... just excited about the vibe. Yeah. As well. Okay. It's something uh, different. Next bullet point: Stein cocktails. So are you seriously telling me a Stein? That is hardcore cocktail? drinking. I, if I, you're having a Stein of, I have of a had cocktail. a Stein of cocktail before. Okay. I, I had a uh, I had a Michelada in a Stein. <laughs> And that okay. is the perfect amount of Michelada as well. <laughs> what ABV is it? Um, well, so Michelada is um, lager mixed with uh, Clamanto juice, which is clam, oh, okay. tomato, a bit of so, hot sauce, okay. and uh, tijin powder around the rim, loads and loads of lime crushed in, ice. So do you think there'll be more beer-related cocktails there? I hope so. That's, I hope this that is, is what they're going to make, cause, because I've yeah. seen them in styles a couple of times. Um, okay, that, that's a new okay. thing on me. That's okay. interesting. Next bullet point. All the sporting action. Well, okay. I'm a huge sports fan, so that is right up my alleyway. I'm sorry. And for me, that's a complete turn-off. So, and we'll uh, make the rest of the pubs nice and empty for us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and finally, bullet point, live music. 
Um, well, it depends. Depends what it is. Yeah, if it's authentic it German music and Oompa Loompa bands. Oh, if it's Oompa Loompa bands, let's, let's, yeah. Let's Oompa bands. Oompa, yeah. not Oompa Loompa. Oompa Loompa bands. Yeah, that's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We both went down the Oompa Loompa route. You know what I meant, Oompa bands. Enjoying this imperial brown stout right now. And I clearly was on your wavelength because I didn't pick you up on that. So yeah, I got away. So so yeah, that's that's coming on the seventh of March. That's going to open up. So we'll see what beer house Leamington brings to the table yeah. Exciting. it's quite interesting that around the table four of uh, the four of us two of us are kind of like and two of us are like yeah, I'm, quite really good. I'm excited I'm so excited I'm really excited <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> excited I'm going into this yeah. with like a An big open, open mind yeah. Um, yeah I just want I just want maybe we lots will, of lager out of a massive frozen glass maybe we'll be shot down in flames when we get there but uh, I think we're gonna we do get that happens sometimes does it does happen it? sometimes yeah. but, and, a, yeah. and us two oldies are around crispy the table. boys crispy okay. boys pretzels yeah. Yeah. everyone chanting oompa loompa pretzels yeah yeah salted pretzels giant those giant ones yeah. so stay yeah. tuned people for, for basically uh, a review when yeah. it opens well I'm just it's just interesting that us two oldies around the table speak for yourself (laughs) you are older than me but anyway Um, (laughs) we're kind of doing that oh god no that sounds all kinds of horrible and uh, yeah (laughs) we just want our pipe and slippers and uh, no I just want a nice place of a nice beer (laughs) as long as those steins are frosty it's got to be a frosty stein. It's got to be frosty. You big heard it. Hashtag frosty mug. stein. Yeah. Frosty <laughs> stein. Yeah. No, it's a, it, for me, it's just one of those places. It doesn't need to be like super nerdy craft beer focused. It can just be a fun place. Yeah. And I'm just going to enjoy it. As just that. a good atmosphere yeah. and just something fun and different. Let's yeah. see what happens. Let's see what happens. There we go. Okay. So that ends the news. And basically, what, what are our thoughts now on the beers that we've had? We've had four beers this evening. Um, obviously, there may be some slight bias towards the Thirsty Pioneers. <laughs> Uh, beer from from half of the table um but yeah we've had some interesting stuff tonight yeah. so what's what's everybody's favorite so for, um i don't know what, um what is my favorite mm, might might be this brown a- brown ale just because it's giving me a nostalgic a throwback ale. yeah mm-hmm. um I'm I'm quite glad that the uh, the mystery beer didn't taste as as awful as I thought it might do. <laughs> oh, so is that what you thought? <laughs> well, yeah. So you yeah, palmed off I've, some beer yeah. that you didn't like after I'd bought it. I was just like, oh my god, have I done the? Have biggest, you set the bar too low? Yeah, yeah. I made the biggest mistake there. So, uh, um, yeah, no, I think yeah, I think the brown ale is giving me that nice nostalgic. Throwback. Yeah, I really like the brown ale, but I have to say that the uh, obviously the thirsty pint of beer. Thank you. Was, was, was no seriously, it's a really really good beer. It's it's really well balanced, and and it's 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 if that's a shape of things to come in terms of doing future kind of coffee impy stout type stuff, then yeah, super. Watch out. Yeah, going to be some special. Bring it yeah. on. Yeah. Is what yeah, so, so bring, bring it, on. it on. I I actually think it was my favourite beer. Mm. I won, which. Normally I pick apart beers that we brew and I can always find like little things and oh, I should have done this and I should have done this. Mm. Um, so as a brewer, you're really happy with... It's, with... it's my favourite clean beer that we've ever brewed. Okay, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. And I'm a West Coast IPA guy and we brew a yeah. lot of those, but this is, yeah, it's, it's perfect for me. I'm happy with yeah. it. Yeah, I'm saying um, the Affogato style is uh, incredible. There Excellent. We there we go. There we go. Well, I, uh, I'd like better say that then, otherwise I'm going to get... 
glared at by Archie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What was second then? What was your second favourite? Um, oh, what have we drank? Well, we had the so, boxcar, yeah. New England boxcar. IPA. Boxcar, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I really like this. I just don't want a lot of it. I've, I've really mm. enjoyed, like, tasting it. I actually, mm. having drunk it, I, I don't think it suits the higher ABV. No, that's, you think that's it's better five percent or something. I think if it was four or five, yeah, I think those really nutty good. flavors would kind of shine through a little bit more. I think the Amarillo might be it, it just a little gets, bit more fresh. And, you think? Look, you keep talking about the, the the boozy aspect of this, and you're right. I think this possibly is like an overriding yeah. that's in the spotlight. The alcohol just zaps the malt flavor. And, yeah, and I, and I think I think I don't know if that is a little bit of like nail varnish kind of mm. flavor that's like kind of shining through. Is that? Um, it's not. It's not unpleasant at all. It's a nice. It's not unpleasant. It's I just not my favourite. I couldn't no. drink a massive, massive amount. But the box cup, that was that was a very tasty beer. Yeah, I can that was that. a well-executed beer for yeah. sure. Yeah, I really like the box car as well. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Okay, right. Well, thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please remember to uh, subscribe to the podcast so that new episodes always appear in your podcast app. Uh, leave us a review if you could, uh, as that really helps other people to find us. We're on all the usual social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and old-fashioned email and uh, please get in touch if you want to be a guest on the show or you've got any requests for places for us to check out or, or beers to review and uh, until next time thank you very much for listening cheers, cheers. everybody cheers, cheers. Thank you.